Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Yesterday we were talking about the generation that went into the Promised Land that was led by Joshua and what an amazing generation that was because the Bible tells us that for that whole generation they did serve God and they did um, obey God yes. and, and follow Him. Uh, but it was to this generation and, and back in Deuteronomy chapter 11, and again this is still Moses talking to mm -hmm. the people. And, and as Mark said yesterday, the theme in Deuteronomy is remember, 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 don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. If you read Deuteronomy, you'll see that repeated over and over and over. So it's a challenge to do this, to remember and to not forget. And as we said, that generation did well. But listen to Deuteronomy chapter 11 and verse 19. There was specific instruction here. Moses said, teach them all these things that he's just gone over all the things that God did for them. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road, when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Now, I find it interesting that we know that generation did well and they followed God, but apparently um, they didn't do so well at teaching their children Yeah. because the next generation that followed them uh, went a different way. And I think that's a real challenge to us today in 2022 because especially at our age, we can look back yeah. and, and we can see two things. We can see uh, generations that have been lost really because they weren't taught and, and they, weren't, um, they weren't reminded of all that God has done for us. And, and uh, the other thing, it, when it talks about talking to them when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you're going to bed, when you're getting up, that reminds me a lot of um, of what it was like at your house. Yeah. Because not that my mother invested in me a lot, and we had a lot of conversations, and she invested faith in me. But at his house, that's what every conversation pretty much was about. Whether you were, whether uh, I remember Grandpa driving me to school, and he was quoting verses and going over what the verse meant and what that meant in my life. And I know there was family altar every night where we talked about the scripture. So that's one of the things that was just so impressive to me. So my point today is look at the, the uh, opportunities that are discussed here, because I think as parents, <clears throat> I know it's hard sometimes to carve out time. Yeah. Like if you're going to wait until everything has to be in place and quiet and peaceful, and then you're going to say, okay, now we're going to talk about the Lord. That may never happen. Yeah. But when you're in the car and you're driving your kids to school or, or to something, on the way to something, I've, I think some of the most meaningful conversations I had with our boys right. was in the car on the way somewhere. Yeah. A lot of times questions would come up. And I think the point here is just to take every opportunity to be intentional every time there's an opportunity to share uh, our faith with our children, with the next generation. Well, you know, I just shared a memory <laughs> in the sermon this last weekend that was 55 years old. You know, I talked about riding mm -hmm. in the car with my dad when there the news came yeah. on of the Six Day War and dad turning to me and saying, Israel will win, I guarantee it, and then explaining why. And I, 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 that was the way my dad was. I mean, he taught a lot when we were in motion. You know, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have the idea if I'm going to teach my children, I'm going to have to like set them down and like teach a lesson to them. I don't think kids learn that way. And I think this, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit is so great here. It's always great. But in the book of Deuteronomy, when it's like, when you're in motion, when you're moving, talk about God. And, you know, I, I think one of the things that, uh, that captured my attention when you were talking is you asked the question, why didn't this great generation teach the next generation? And I, I wondered about that just as you were talking. And I thought, well, perhaps they assumed Mm -hmm, that they were picking mm -hmm. it up 
or maybe they depended on others to do it. Maybe they thought, well, our you know our worship leaders, you know, will right, te- they'll they'll right. teach them, you know, we'll we'll take them to the, the religious school. <laughs> yeah, we'll take them to the religious place, mm-hmm. and they'll learn about God, and and uh, so consequently, maybe we won't have to teach them. And maybe they just got busy. I mean, and one of the things, and I don't want to connect too many dots here, but I do think this is one that's real plausible is that when this great generation came into the land, they were blessed Mm -hmm. and they were building bigger houses and they were doing all these things. And maybe their blessing, you know, maybe the extraordinary Mm -hmm. blessing they had got in the way of them teaching their children. And and don't you think it wasn't all at once though? I mean, don't you think it was kind of gradual? Well, here's the thing. And I was just thinking about this. Mm -hmm. I think there is intentional teaching and there is unintentional teaching. And I think yeah. it's the unintentional teaching that gets us in trouble. And I think I'm just watching the generation, our generation and the generations that have come after us that we know of, um, that um, maybe maybe they even tried some intentional teaching. Maybe they, they did some of the things that you're talking about, you know, at, at particular moments or relying on, you know, I take them to church every week or whatever. But where's the unintentional teaching? The unintentional teaching is how we live our life. Yeah. And our kids watching what we value and our kids watching what we watch and what we say and how we interact with other people. I think those things, we want to discount that because we think somehow our kids will just ignore those things. Right. When those are the things that make the biggest impression. It, it's an old joke because it, it, culturally it wouldn't, wouldn't be relevant anymore because, you know, you'll, you'll see quickly why. But uh, the old story is about the pastor who came over to visit a church family. And the church family was trying to impress the pastor with how they had trained their kids. And so... The mother said to her little boy, sweetheart, go get that book that we love so much. And the kid came back with a TV, TV guy. guy. Well, of course, today. <laughs> there we, isn't a TV we, guy. Right. It would but, be, yeah. But the, but the, <laughs> you know, that it's that unintentional yeah. teaching you were talking about. Yeah. You know, I have kind of a rare blessing. Uh, we have a grown son who's 40 years old, who's our senior associate pastor, and he, he speaks a lot in New Spring. So I get to hear him tell stories about things that perhaps I said to him that impacted his life greatly. And it always amazes me that often the things that he will go back and talk about, I don't, I don't even remember. I don't even think I was paying attention that much when I was talking to him. I was just sharing what I happened to think at that moment. Whereas it might be possible that talks that I had with him that I would have thought would have been highly impactful. It, it might not have been. But I think that's the genius of this text for every parent. The Bible is just saying, look, while you're living your life, connect your kids with, with me. You know, tell your kids about me. Talk about me. Let it, and, I, and I think the beauty of that talking while you're in the way or in the car or walking down the road or whatever you're doing, I think the beauty of it is it's not forced. Mm-hmm. It, it's very natural. How can we talk about this today without talking about the elephant in the room? And that is, I think, parents today are more challenged than ever to spend time with their kids because of electronic media. Absolutely. And it's just so easy to give, you know, (coughs) excuse me, it's so easy to give our kids electronic media and they get in a zone all their own. And we just don't have this time to talk about spiritual things. It's true. And not only that, but that's kind of a double whammy, I would say, because... I don't think, I think sometimes we need to be real careful about the things that our kids are playing and watching that Saints can use that opportunity to indoctrinate. If That's right. We need to be carefully monitoring those things. And, and if the parents are addicted to social media and the kids Thank are addicted you. to social media, then it's just going to be 
a double problem. You know, I, I, you think about a pacifier. You know, you give a baby a pacifier to keep them occupied. They don't get anything out of it. They don't get any nutrition out of it. But it does keep them busy. Mm -hmm. And and really, I think in large part, and I'm not, I, I listen, I, I use social media. I mean, I use social media. I use, use electronic devices all the time. That's how I do my job. But I do have to draw some parameters in there. I have to say, okay, I'm going to use these devices for this, but I'm not going to let them control me. Right. I'm not going to let them own me. Because if they do, then I'm not going to be able to spend the time with you that I need to as a husband and should and want to. Uh, but it, it, it'll, I just think a lot of times these things are pacifiers. They're pacifiers for kids and they're pacifiers for 70-year-olds. Well, how many times I think I've seen even on social media uh, videos of little tots, little ones, who are mimicking what they see their parents doing, <laughs> either talking on their cell phone right. or scrolling. I mean, that has, because your children are going to follow what you're doing there is so important and, and i think it starts too at the beginning thinking about someone like your dad it was so much a part of his thinking every mm -hmm. he was thinking about this every yeah. day all yeah. the time so we were catching the overflow of what was already in his heart and on his mind so we need to be intentional about what is in our heart and on our mind as we're uh, raising our children and grandchildren you know i i just fear that when we get to heaven the lord is going to show us some things i don't think to shameless but maybe just to educate us i wonder if he's going to show us you know if we look at our entire life how much time we were given i wonder if he's ever going to show us how much of that was wasted wasted and no shame that's a scary thought now there's a nightmare that will keep you up <laughs> <laughs> well on that note could you uh close us out in I word will. Of father we need to remember how that our lives impact the children around us our own our grandchildren Oh God, I just pray that you would help us to uh, be talking about you, telling about your greatness, telling about the prayers that you've answered in our lives, telling how you've grown us in our lives so that our children may have a vibrant relationship with you, not just a religious relationship, not just a church relationship, but a true organic relationship with you God, please lead us, help us to be intentional, and we'll give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being with us on Noah's Window. We'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. And in the meantime, God bless.